All systems are go. Roger. Control room, we are live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The time has come. Destination. Distraction point. Distraction point. And now, here are your hosts, Al the Producer and DK. You guessed it, it's Al the Producer here, and my favorite co-host, DK. Oh, and it's a special, special show coming up. Yes, 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 very special for today. Please tell me we got all the favorites. Oh, yes, yes, we have Ask Al. Ask I don't know Al's what, I don't know what advice, you're going to ask me. Ask Al's Advice Auditorium. Oh, a couple, a, a couple of vacation left in limbo. I can hardly wait for that. Real to real, but it's not going to be about movies this well, time. It's, it's still real to real, though. It's, it's entertainment news. Got exactly. some news from uh, news. yeah, we got some news from uh, what's that uh, dumb music show I never watch? Uh, American Idol. Yeah, I can't. You know, I thought they say goodbye. Yeah, until AB said, "Hey, here's some money. Come back." Sayonara, Elvita Sween. I get Chow. I can't remember them all. Chow, chow, chow. Yeah, so American Idol is back. I mean, there's The Voice. There's so many of them. There's a dancing one. There's uh, I don't know. I can't keep Dancing with the stars. Yes, yes, yes. All that stuff. I don't even watch those anymore. I mean, just a single. Here's here's a little thing. Uh, Also coming up, Al reads the news very shortly with three brand new news stories. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, is that everything? Oh, in a brand new edition of Bowling, Egg Kara- Bowling Alley Karaoke. The audio How dare drama. you forget that almost? The audio that's drama. A bit, that's a good show. Things are picking up over at the Bowling Alley. Our own little audio drama. Like I said before, it's, it's like The Simpsons started on Tracy Ullman. I, I'm seeing uh. big things as we attract more special guests and... Next week, there's even more. I can't wait. I can't wait um, either. I think that's it, right? That's about all the segments we have. But anyway, back to the uh, you know the singing shows. I, I wanted to ask you. There was one I actually really liked. Uh, there was a there was a brown gentleman that that, that used to host it, and um, it, you'd have to finish the lyrics. It was almost like a cross between Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and and a music show. And and, oh. and and he'd he'd, he'd post a portion of the lyrics, and then they'd have to guess, you know, the, what part of the lyrics came next. I, I really like. I don't that remember. One. I don't remember that. I, I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember the title. I think the host was um, a Wayne Wayne's brother. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the one of the uh, they all look the same. Nipsey Russell, uh, you know. They'll look the same. Um, oh my! Anyway, but if you know the answer, uh, post it in chat, uh, email us, uh, whatever. Um, please, I'm I'm quite verklempt 
about this. It, it, it only lasted like a summer. You know, in the summer, Al, they always, they always try these new shows out. Yeah, and when it doesn't happen, they can it. Yeah, like like my favorite, I used to, I, I, me and my boy used to love Under the Dome. And of course, uh, I my my wife and I used to watch a show that was on NBC called Constantine. Well, that was a good one too. Yeah, I like that too. We, uh, but Under the Dome, my neighbor used to come over all the time, big red beard there, and he'd say, oh, "It's nothing like the book. It's nothing like the book." And he brought me a hardcover copy over the book. And if you thought the Stand was a long book from Stephen King. Man, I don't know how that guy writes so many damn pages. Well, I do, because he spends four hours or four chapters on a brick on a wall. I don't need that. That's why I always I always turn to Dinar Kuntz, because he was fast. Dean he was Kuntz. action. Yes. His books were good. And Is he still alive, by the way, folks? Well, I is think he... so. Yeah, I think so. He also did a updated version of Frankenstein, too. Oh, I got to uh, Yeah, he did update Frankenstein. I think my best Dean Koontz book would would be Twilight Eyes. That was a that's the one about the circus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. I like the I think it was it called Fan Phantoms. Phantoms. Where, yes, they yeah. actually made a movie out of that. That was, well, uh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah Dean R. Koontz versus Stephen King, folks. Let us know what you think. Who if would you, win? If, if you like that genre. I love Stephen King, though. I love his movies. I've told you before, I think, uh, when you and I chat privately. Uh, uh, you know, one of my all-time favorites, actually two of my all-time favorites, were actually short stories that he did. One under Richard Bachman, but I like The Running Man, the original. We need to cover that on Real to Real. Nice. Need to cover the Shining versus the Shining. We, we you know, mostly the original is better. You know, you know, um, he wrote a book, a sequel to the Shining. I was drinking beer. Sorry, no, I don't know that. Imagine hey, me drinking Dream. beer. Can you guys hey. imagine I was having a sip of beer, thinking he was going to talk a little longer? You fucking bastard. I'm sorry, but no, um, actually, Doctor Dream or. Doctor, or is it Dream Doctor? I, I think it's Doctor Dream. I love how uh, you always uh, question yourself. You come with these pertinent facts, and then you go, "Is it yeah, this uh, or was it yeah, that? Is I it salt so. or is it pepper? Will I will I pucker or will I sneeze? I'm not sure." Well, the sequel uh, it takes uh, like 20 years after The Shining, and Danny now is an adult. Oh, so he still's got the shining. The little boy that said, "We got Red a comment rum, here." Red rum, you know. I think we're saying Dinar Dinar Koontz is still alive. I, I don't mean, but we got a comment from Mick McGovern. Mick, thanks for joining us. By the way, we we love you and we appreciate it. Um, Thank you. Born July ninth, nineteen forty five, age seventy two. Dean Ray Koontz. Koontz. So that's where you get the Dinar. Of course, Dean R sounds better than A.M. Dean Ray. It sounds like he's so southern. Hi, I'm Dean Ray Coons. Yeah. You know, yeah, it sounds like a hick. Excuse me for saying, but. Thanks for that, Mick. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you Uh, for joining us. 
But anyway, on this, aside, aside from that, there, there's a lot of ways. The other one I like, I was going to tell you, but of course you always think. I can see me and you in an old age home someday. Can you? We sidetrack now. Could you imagine us like when we're in our 90s? We'll get like two words out and then, you know, something else will go off. And what a great oh. show that'll be. Someone's got to bring a couple of ATR 2100s and, and an old laptop and, or a Google Chromebook and, and hook us up. Al yeah, and, and we'll DK like- in the home. Hey, DK. Here. Did you poop today? I haven't, oh, mo- I haven't moved in six months. Holy shit, you really cracked me up, you know that? Hey. Hey, wait a second. Wait a minute, Al. You got to pay attention to the chat all the way from the Isle of Sheppey. That's that's a neighbor of of a choo-choo stew in England. One of my favorite guys of all time, Big John from Friday Night Live. Big John, welcome Big John. to our show. One of my favorite DJs. I'm just beside myself now. Big John from the Isle of Sheppey. Google it. Nice. Google Maps if you don't know where it is. Nice, nice. Hey, we're from getting the international. We're country. getting international. The old country. Great to see you, John. And thanks for uh, watching. And, and, and you guys, I, I, I hate to toot our own horn, but uh, if you could share the video... It would mean the world to us poor beggars. Um, yes, yes, yes. We are poor. So all right. Poor. We're going to get in the meat and potatoes of things for you, folks. A uh, uh, special little segment we do every week where uh, Elle covers some news stories that really aren't covered anywhere else. Let me cue this up for you, Al. We call this Elle Reads the News. Hot off the press, it's time for the news. Before you start, looks like Big John's going to be back on the air in the Isle of Sheppey with a brand new rock show. You guessed it, it's News with Big Al. You don't even listen when I'm talking. You're just getting a zone, and I I was telling you about a comment in the chat room, and you're just, don't worry. We're going to let you read the fucking news, the highlight of your night. Yes, yes. Go ahead, Al. Sorry. I just wanted to share uh, John's news. I'll share it in chat while you, you carry on. Okay. The first news is about a bride. Um. A bride gets arrested. Who uh, sent us this story? Okay. You always forget. The bride? Hmm? Who sent us the story? Oh, God. They didn't leave a name. God, oh, God. Damn it. I hate when they do that. Anonymous uh, from Albuquerque. Hey, that's not bad. Not bad. Okay, Anonymous. I'll read your thing. Next time, leave a damn name. Please. Yes. Thank you. Let us give you some credit where credit is due. Due. Okay. This is about a bride, Amber Amber Young, arrested for driving under the influence on her way to her wedding day. Tisk, tisk, Amber. Wow. A bride has been arrested on her way to her own wedding and charged with driving under the influence. Uh, 
it was not clear why Amber Young was on her own as she headed to the wedding, but she is said to have been involved in a three-vehicle crash. Okay, wait a minute. Stop. Then we can continue. That's a very good point because usually the bride is in like a limo or getting driven by the, the, bridesmaids, uh, the father of the bride, yes. the bridesmaid. Yeah, they're all doing their makeup and their hair and all that shit together. And and this poor gal uh, is, is, is driving herself. Well, probably because she snuck off and got hammered. I guess so. Maybe she didn't want to get married. Who knows? Well, we'll find Maybe out. Like, yes, we will. But um, Amber Young was on her way to her wedding. But she is said you to have been involved said in a that now. vehicle crash. I know that. I'm just repeating it. All right. Casey, she Casey was, just joined. Amber yes. was driving by herself to her mm-hmm. wedding. Right. And she was in a three-vehicle crash on her way Fuck. there. That's she a was big handcuffed crash. and put in the back of a police car at 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> so not only is she early for for her vows, she smashed at 10.30 in the morning. Yep. Man, this and girl's this really, she's either really nervous, Al, or she's dreading the big day. Exactly. And this happened uh, in a town 30 miles north of Tucson. A police spokesman, Sergeant Chriswell Scott, said one person suffered minor injuries in the crash. That's a great name. I'm going to steal that for a character on uh, Bowling Alley Karaoke. Chriswell what? Chriswell Scott. Sergeant Chriswell Scott reporting for duty. Mm, sounds good. Scott tweeted, a driver was arrested for DUI this a.m. while driving to her wedding. Uh, police officers arrived at the OG Thorndale at approximately 10.30, referenced a three-vehicle collision. One purse was transferred with minor injuries. No, oh, no. Hope they're okay. Don't drive impaired till death do we part doesn't need any help. <laughs> Listen, I have a question. Okay. <laughs> I know I sound like I sound like someone else on another show, but when do police have time to tweet all this shit? Is this what they do when they're in the the, the donut shop or when they're 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 parked uh, doing nothing? Well, the I world... guess so. I, I guess they have internet access because they have to have it to be contact to the office and stuff. I guess. How do so, I? Yeah, they... Do we have this guy's Twitter account? Can we can we follow him? Chriswell, uh, Sergeant yeah, Chriswell, Sergeant Chriswell Scott, but he didn't give his um. Somebody get tweeted. this guy's Twitter address and let's let's make it go viral. Hashtag where is Sergeant Chriswell Scott? Is he picking up a DUI woman? So what happened now? Well, basically, she was taken to a police substation to have her blood drawn. And released without going to jail. But you know what, DK? I don't until you tell me. Marriage is jail. And you know that for a fact. Well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) There she is there. Look at the lovely bride. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. Who's going to get the garter? What about the garter (laughs) for all the single guys? I'm not going to say marriage is prison. It sometimes is a little bit constraining. I'll give you that. 
But I've been involved in holy matrimony for about 18 years now. And um, she doesn't protest to my affairs with my hand. What can I say? Oh, that's pretty nice. <laughs> there she is. Okay. The, the bride. Our next news report. Oh, hang on. What's next? Our next report actually comes from Toronto. Oh. Uh, yes. That's in so, Canada. That's where I'm from. Ah, uh, it's Thomas from Toronto. Thomas, Toronto. thank you so much. Hey, Thomas, thank you very much. Ooh, okay. A homeowner, a stabbed homeowner, smashes intruder with a hockey stick. Holy puck. Only in Canada, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. A Scarborough homeowner who interrupted a break-in Tuesday was stabbed in his leg, but managed to smash the intruder with a hockey stick. Oh, wow. Toronto police said the frightened encounter unfolded on Harewood Avenue near McCowan and Kingston Road just before noon. The victim arrived home to find a man inside his home. Constant. Uh, this is what's uh, said by Constable Jennifer Jitsidua. Uh, Jennifer Jessida and 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 Sergeant Crystal Crystal Shaw. <laughs> I love it. These cops well, are the best. They're stealing the show. Yes, said Tuesday. According to the homeowner, was stabbed possibly with a screwdriver during the confrontation. Now I'm sorry, but for me, if someone's stabbing me. I would grab anything, so I guess he grabbed the hockey stick. A hockey stick is a great. You obviously, I know you're not a hockey fan, and and every, anyone right, that knows right. me, I'm a hockey coach. I'm an ex pro hockey player. I, I I can tell you about it, but but the hockey stick can definitely um, do some damage. Oh, holy yeah. shit! Look at this comment. Man comes out of his house. He sees a man running up the road. He shouts, "Hey, man! Why are you running?" A lion has escaped from the zoo. What way did he go? You think I'm fa- fucking chasing the... <laughs> Good one, John. Good John one, from the John. Isle of Sheppey. Oh, my God. He's making, he's making jokes now. Nice. He's a funny nice. guy, man. You got to listen to him. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, back to the hockey stick. A hockey stick, uh, Google it if you don't know what it is, uh, can definitely be a weapon. Now, there's more to the story, and I have a question as the story evolves here. Okay. What is your question before I start reading some more? Well, you don't even have to read. What happens next is the guy, um, some guy comes to help. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Some guy comes to help. And as this guy is bleeding out of his leg... <laughs> <laughs> There was a dog that ran away. <laughs> now, a dog was the dog chasing the uh, intruder. I well, think that's now, what he was doing. The dog was apparently chasing the intruder. And look, I'm an animal lover, but there's a guy bleeding out of his fucking leg. He's hemorrhaging right now. Yeah, it could have hit a vein. It could have hit one of the arterial uh, uh, arteries. You, 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 you. If you get cut or it gets hit. Die in minutes. 
in minutes. Depends where you get stabbed, right? By the by the yeah. screwdriver. All these yeah. uh, uh, un- un- uncontemporary weapons in the, in this story. But anyway, apparently the dog runs home and he goes uh, continuing to look for the guy. That's what 911's for. That's what Constable Junowitzki is there for. Uh, fucking check the guy. He's bleeding out his fucking leg. The only weapon he had was a hockey stick. On it. Jesus Christ. Why go? The dog ran away. Okay. You're a dog lover. Okay. There's a man bleeding here. He could bled to death. My God, this is this is just retarded. But uh, uh, cheers to the guy for using a hockey stick. Makes a Canadian's heart warm. Hmm. Does but it now does. he may have he may have got stabbed in the leg, but he says uh, the victim told said the intruder face was probably bloodied because he hit him with a hockey stick yeah. and a cross uh, check, a slash. A slash to his face. Haven't you ever heard that saying? I went to a hockey game, uh, or no, I, I went to a boxing match and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just glad the dog's all right, folks. We're animal so lovers good. here on the show. So I got, I got two I. of my own, and so Elle as a caddy calls boy. <laughs> hey, boy! Please. Get out of the studio, boy. Get out of the studio. All right, what's our third story of the night? Oh, hold on. Hold on to your hats. I'm holding Hold it. on to your hats. Hold, as as hold on to your hats. Are we ready? Yes, we are. Are you ready to drink wine? Wine? In a, gi- um, in a, wine, I love in a wine. giant anus. Holy shit. Wait a minute. Did you just say, am I ready to drink wine in a giant anus? Yes, I did. My God. Carry on, dear sir. Carry on. Your longest held dream of tasting wine from inside a butthole has been realized. Whose longest dream of tasting wine in a butthole? I'm sorry. I'm not going to drink something out of someone's asshole. So, Is this story well, from Greece? No, no. It's in Belgium. It's Bob from Belgium. Bob, from, Hey, Belgium. Bobby. Thanks for contributing to the show, by hey, the way. Hey, how's your friend Neil? We couldn't do it without uh, you. We couldn't do it without you, Bobby Neil. <laughs> wine lovers will be given the rare chance to taste wine where the sun don't shine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That just it rhymes. Wait, oh look, my God. that you have to send that to a wine vineyard company. That read that again. Wine lovers will be given the rare chance to taste wine where the sun don't shine. Yes, <laughs> don't just enjoy wine in the sunlight. Enjoy it alone where the sun don't shine. So anyway, there's this giant asshole in, 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 in Belgium. I'm sure there's more than one giant assholes in Belgium, but there's this particular real, real life. And, it, and that asshole looks like it has a window as well. <laughs> if you look at the picture, if you're, if you're watching yes, on the well, video. Well, the wines will be flowing in the aptly named Casa Anus Hotel. It's a fucking nice. hotel. 
which is a hotel shaped like a giant butthole. How many rooms? Room? That doesn't look that big. Hang on. Let's bring that full screen. That doesn't look big enough to... Uh, like, oh, maybe yeah. It has like a few a, windows. It has a few windows. As you go down they the... Have uh, like two room, maybe probably a two rooms. Yeah. You know, but this is, you, is, is it's marooned in the middle of a fucking field. Well, where else are you going to put a... You know, you want it to be where the sun don't shine. That is fantastic. I wonder, I got to Google that place. Is this a real place? Well, the place itself is the brainchild of Dutch artist Jopep van Leisenhout, and it's a massive sculpture of the human intestine. The last part of it with a with bulging veins and all. Well, look at the, by the way, uh, up in the chat, I don't know if you ever check it, uh, Mike Jolitz from the Mike Jolitz Show. Hey, Mike, how are you doing? He's the last known free agent that has not joined the Cave Crew Radio Network. We got the Bro Ron Show exclusively on replay. We got Smoke and Mirrors. We got Distraction Point. We got Cave Crew Radio. We got Podcast Factor. Mike, have your people call our people. We'll get you on the network. Mike Jolitz, everybody. Great show he's got. Mike, like I said earlier, since you weren't here... Let's take over the world. Let's take over the world. Oh, he's even got a globe there. Back to the anus, everybody. Um, (laughs) Is there another door other than that little hole there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, I think it's on the side. There's a doorway. You could see it by by the window. But I would want, uh, you know, how are you going to get in there? I mean, you can't climb through that. And, and, And one thing, if that's a doorway of, uh, of the anus. Does that mean you, is it coming or going? I mean, can you be inside and like crawl right in? <laughs> it, it, you know, or, or is that a, a play area for the kids while you're enjoying your, your your nice glass of wine? You know what comes to mind right now? You got to sing it on your karaoke uh, audio drama. It, it is a bottle of red, a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. It all depends upon your appetite. Uh, I don't sing for a living. Mike Jolitz says he's in. <laughs> you is are. He, wait, wait, wait. If, what do you mean? If you attend- is he in? Is he in to go to the anus? Yeah. Or well, is he in? Or or is he in for uh, joining us? Yes, join us. Join us at the Anus Inn in Belgium. Um. Butt chugging. And, and you know what? I have to say, too, Al, this is kind of cool for those of us that, you know, we want to be hipsters. We want to be millennials. But we're afraid to shove that, you know, that siphon in our ass and, and pour vodka and lemonade uh, right directly into our anus. Now, we can be butt chuggers, too. Butt chuggers for but, the rest of us. Yes, but we don't have to do that. We just go to the Casa Anus Hotel in Belgium. There you go, folks. It, but I, here's the thing. I want to do a, a thing at the end of the year of my favorite stories because I like the guy in the tree who pooped, and then this oh, yes. one. I really, I really am curious if you can get through that hole that is the. And is that really what our butts look like? <laughs> no wonder they're behind us. I guess when someone says your butt fucking ugly, yeah. you look like that. It's one butt-fucking-ugly hotel. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been Al Reads the News. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Every week, three stories that you're not going to hear. strange. 
Yes. Anywhere else. Anywhere else. Coming up very shortly is going to be a brand new episode, folks, of Bowling Alley Karaoke, episode three. Um, but I, uh, we're going to jump a little bit out here, and um, let's go to Real the Real. Um, well, we got to have our Real the Real. Uh... It's time to talk movies with two guys that know more about popcorn than the movies themselves. It's time to get our snacks. Sit back. It's time for Real to Real. A real look at the movies. Take it away, boys. Well, thank you. What's that guy's hey, name? Welcome. Have we given him a name yet? He's a fantastic announcer. We found no, him on Fiverr. We found him on Fiverr. Folks, out in the chat, uh, in the Facebook group, uh, listening to us on the radio, uh, we need a name. For this guy, he does about four different segments for us. We need a name for the mystery announcer. All right, Al. So normally uh, during this portion of the show, we cover movies, but this was kind of a a rush show because usually I'm doing Cave Crew, but we took the night off and uh, decided that we'd still do a show. Um, So we're going to talk TV instead. Now, last night, uh, American Idol came back. We, we were oh, talking God, about that I earlier. That. I hate that show. I'm not a big fan of it either. I like it when they like send them to Hollywood or send them home or whatever. But we're going to go to a uh, a special um, mystery reporter right now, and uh, let's let, let let's hear what happened on American Idol, and then we'll chat about it. Katy Perry kissed an Idol contestant, and he so did not like it. Have you kissed a girl and liked it? No, I've never been in a relationship. Really? I, I can't kiss a girl without being in a relationship. That's how 19-year-old Benjamin Glazer's American Idol audition started during Monday night's episode. Stop. Come here! Stop. Stop. What, on the cheek? Mm-hmm. You didn't even make the smush sound. Right, right, okay, okay. Do you have any any water by chance? It's just I I, I kind of wasn't expecting Can that. Get- the Oklahoma native was seemingly shook up and after singing got a no from all three judges. I think you were a bit rushed and maybe that okay. was because I sped up your BPM of the Whoa. heartbeat. And now Benjamin tells the New York Times how upset he was by the smooch. Quote, I was raised in a conservative family and I was uncomfortable immediately. I wanted my first kiss to be special. chatted with the idol judges ahead of the season premiere they mentioned a few weird things happened in the audition room one where a contestant may have been ah i had my mic off while it was going on holy crap what happened to that sorry about that kids i muted my mic i had a belch um anyway uh so this dude let, let, let's analyze this. This is why I brought this story up. So you got Katy Perry. Is a, if you look in the picture here, um, she's she's not a bad looking girl. I I let her kiss she's me. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, but you I'm, know what? This this guy was a virgin. Virgin, like virgin. a virgin. Yes. Yep. And he's and he, where was he from? Utah. 
Remember that, folks. Like a virgin is the word of the day. You'll find out shortly. Hint, hint. Like a virgin. Um, he was never touched before. I wonder if he could sue them. And now, and this is, of course, the conundrum that always comes up uh, in the United States of America. <laughs> Will I, you know, you have all these lawyer commercials across the TV, billboards on the on the I-75, uh, you name it. There, there's lawyers everywhere, and they are big business. So here's a guy, never been kissed before. Um, he says, I, I, I'm saving it for marriage. I, of course, I've never kissed a woman. Um, that's for when you're in a relationship. I've never been in a relationship. I've concentrated on my singing, even though you just got gonged, fella. Um, I'm going to say you're a geek. I'll even say something worse. I think he's a dick. Kiss the girl. She's attractive. Oh, maybe he's a closet gay. Well, you know, I don't want to get into hearsay, but... What what I'm thinking here, Al, is that um, not only is it a chance to kiss a girl and like it, as her own song would say, you're getting a lot of publicity now. You might have even been able to get more. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is now, I mean, his thing is that he, he was waiting. So technically, let me ask you something. I have a question. I have a question for you. Yes, and see I'll if do you my would. best. Do, do you think that Katy Perry sexually attacked him? Oh, now you're getting carried away. Oh, come on. Come on. I'm a, the, 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 the guy's chastity belt has not been broken. He, it's a freaking kiss. Was there a tongue? If there's no tongue, there's no sexual uh, interference. Or, this is getting out of hand. It's been getting well, every time I turn on the fucking radio or the television, somebody's getting charged with sexual uh, abuse. Now, oh, now, and, and if you want to know my honest opinion, it's taking away from the actual real uh, cases that are out there. Okay, so you smack a broad on the ass or you tell her she's got nice tits. That's not sexual abuse. But in the law, it is. Believe it or not, they. T- I. I- <laughs> You can't go around saying, hey, you know, remember when we used to go, hey, look at that good girl over there. <laughs> you know, we I can't even fucking whistle. Exactly. You know, you do that now, you're going to have someone come by and go, hey, I seen that. You sexually harassed that girl. You can't do anything. anything gonna, and this, this is in. Look, I'm going to give you my opinion on this. Number one. Do I think it's 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 a serious problem out there? Sexual abuse, sexual harassment. Absolutely, I do. But here's my here's my secondary thought on it: is little itsy bitsy things like this dilute the actual problem? The, it dilutes it so that people like me sit here and go, "What the fuckity fuck fuck?" It's not sexual harassment; it's a peck. 
Now, what uh, happened to all these uh, American gymnasts by that, that, that dude that worked at Michigan State University? That deserves the press. The guy deserves to fry in an electric chair. And we're sitting here worrying about Katy Perry kissing a virgin from Utah who goes around door to door in a black suit pumping a Bible that doesn't exist. Let's not even go there now. <laughs> anyway. You, you, anyway, you get me going sometimes, we, though. Yeah, I know. I know. And I have to let you go sometimes. It makes you burn up some steam. But, well, how do you feel about it? Like, where do you draw the line? I'm. I, it's not that I, 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 I'm turning a blind eye to sexual harassment. I'm not turning a blind eye to sexual harassment. What I think is that if you're on a show, I you're, agree. Everyone's not. I mean, someone comes by and slips their toe on your doorstep. Ah, I broke my toe. It's like it's like ambulance chasers who are lawyers that go looking for like in ER rooms. So what happened with you? What happened with you? Everyone wants to sue everyone. Yeah, it is getting out of hand. It is very getting out of hand. Completely out of hand. Completely out of hand. Like 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 this like this segment. <laughs> anyway, listen. If you're already watching, you're gonna want to listen to the next segment. If you're not already watching, or you know people that aren't already watching, you want to get them on board here. That's right. It's a little thing that Alvin and I have been working on over the. Uh, and by the way, that was real to real. We'll be back with the movies uh, next week. Two guys that know more about popcorn than the movies itself that they're reviewing. How true is that? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we have this little, uh, this little project we've been working on. I mean, there's, 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 uh, a big thing going around these days, you know, everyone's making audio dramas and, and, and we remember the day sitting back, listening to the radio and old Fibber McGee and Wally or Molly, whatever her name is, Molly. Abbott and Costello. Who oh, knows and don't forget what evil Boris lurks in the hearts of men. Mail. You just didn't let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> oh, yes. That was a good one. Yeah. So ours isn't quite that good. It's like no, no. quite that well It's produced. okay. It's, it's okay. But who knows what episode is going to happen? Well, it's number three coming up, folks, and it's a brand new edition, especially for you tonight. And it's a little ditty that we call Bowling Alley Karaoke. Karaoke. And where? Oh, there it is. And a hip place by some stinky old alley where friends like to gather. Welcome to Bowling Alley Karaoke.
guessed it. This is Al. And this is Kelly Carter. So what are you waiting for? Leave a damn mess. Hey, Al. Uh, DK here. Um, look. I know you think I'm kidding, but, um, I need to talk to you. Meet me outside Knockers in, uh, say an hour. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, hey, Al. DK, what's your plan? It better be good. Al, look, I was waiting for you to sing last week, and I saw this dude bowling. Big crowd around him, and he said, if anyone beats him, he'll pay you 50 bucks. I appreciate your enthusiasm, DK, and yes, he pays 50 bucks. Did he happen to mention what happens if you lose? Damn. I don't know. Something about an alley. Yeah, an alley, a bullet, cement shoes. Al, you watch too much Disney. Besides, you are writing three perfect games. DK, I don't know. Leave this to me, fella. You got this. What can I get you? Beer. Hamburger. But I thought... Ever heard of your last meal? Hamburger? Coming up, boys. Look. He missed. He's not that good. Al. Al. What the fuck? Hey, you. What's your name? Luigi? Name is Mario. The greatest of them all. Care to play? Me? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, no. Al. Al, my buddy. Seems this guy wants to play a game. Look, DK, I don't think... Came on, Luigi. Ha! Okay, step right up. I go first. Oh dear, this is a close one. Ah! Come on, Al. One more strike. One more. Yes, yes! I think I can. I think I can. Hey, that's cheating! Oh, so you read the rules, Q-Ball? Wait a minute. Oh, shitty, shitty, shitty. Grab them, boys. So, Q-Ball, any last requests? Well, actually... Your crew, head over the checkpoint. Your crew, head over the checkpoint. Ow. 
Really? A song? Ha! Sure, why not? Next up to sing, Al. Made it through the wildness. Didn't know how lost I was until I found you. I was beat, incomplete. I had been had. I was sad and blue. But you made me feel. You really made me feel. Shiny and new. Oh, like a virgin. Very first time, like a virgin, when your heart beats next to mine, gonna give you all my love, boy. My fear is fading fast. What can I get you? Beer. A body bag. Coming up, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand motherfucking times. This is Mario's Garden. And today, we say goodbye to the cue ball. Holy fuck. Yes, it's loaded. <laughs> Come on, Mario. Let's be reasonable. I never meant... No, I mean, uh... All I want to do is sing. Come on, Luigi. Joke is over. Oh, this is no joke. Prepare to meet your maker. Hey, come back real soon. Bowling alley karaoke. Now the adrenaline coming out, Troy. Brought to you by your friends at Distraction Points. Let's get to the point. Special Thursday night edition of the show. We'd like to thank everyone who's listening. We're not done yet. Share the I know. Show. I know. We're not done yet. Um. But uh, usually every Sunday night live, I'm assuming there's another show Sunday. No one's told me any different. We're going to have to scramble because yeah, we used all the stuff. We we, we did everything possible to, to, to throw this show together for tonight, Al. Bowling Alley Karaoke. A big thank you to uh, Sir Big B playing Mario again. We love him as, uh, as Mario. And uh, also... Uh, Kelly, Carter, Kelly, Kelly Cotter, Cotter on that answering machine. 
God, I hope she's going to come back again. Um, yeah, bowling alley karaoke uh, fence. I New can't episode wait. next week. And by the Come way, by the way, the return of Constable Carson next week to hopefully get to the bottom of this. And also another all-star guest spot or two. Mm-hmm. Just keep you I hope he's going to have a pasty and a wee little bit of tea. Wee little cup of tea. I, you know, and I hope my favorite character is in the show. Who's your favorite character? What can I get you? Oh. I wonder if he'll ever say anything else. He's in every single episode. He's the only one besides me and you. Jesus, yes. And what is he called? The waiter, I think, in the script. That's all they go. The, the waiter. I don't think he wants to be known. I don't know. What can I get you? It's a great line. Yes, boys. What can I get you? Get it going on Twitter, folks. Uh, hashtag, uh, what can I get you? Uh, we haven't done this yet, but we're going to take a special quick break here before we get to our final segment, if you don't mind. Are you a fan of the Cave Crew Radio Network? Do you enjoy a good beer? What a coincidence. So do we. We here at the CCR Network are a group of independent shows. And although we enjoy every minute of the work we do, there are endless hours of hard work, not to mention the expenses in producing and delivering these shows to you. We've set up a beer fund on the homepage. Would you like to be a partner, a supporter, a member of the cave? Well, how about going over to cavecrewradio.com and clicking on the beer fund link? Any amount helps. We will love you. Well, we love you already, but we'll love you more. Cheers. The Beer Fund. That's CaveCareRadio.com. No obligation. We'll still keep doing this for you, no matter what you say. But speaking of the Cave Crew Radio Network, before we move into our uh, grand finale segment, well, then our closing arguments, of course. Cave Crew Radio Network includes, of course, Distraction Point, where uh, it is the show where we, ladies and gentlemen, like to get to the point, whatever the topic is, and bring you along with us. Uh, also on the network is the uh, Podcast Factor, uh, hosted by Choo Choo Stew, where he reviews different kinds of podcasts. And, and we got to tell you, uh, Stew is an avid podcast and talk radio listener, and he brings you uh, different shows every episode, and you get just a little snippet and uh, get to choose. Hey, I like it. I don't like it. So thanks to Choo Choo Stew for that. Also, a recently uh, acquired show, I might say, uh, if you like the paranormal, a Smoke of Mirrors with Cindy and Daryl. Love that show. Uh, they are now part of the network. Of course, Cave Crew Radio, which is normally on Thursday nights and will return next week. Uh, Cave Crew Radio since 2015. Wow. From New York, Canada, and England. Truly a global perspective. And just announced tonight on the pre-show, 
Well, there was a show that ended last week, and it was very sad. But we've got the reruns of the past two years. It is. The Broron Show with Big D and Little R. That should be good. I can get catch up on to all my laughter. Did I miss any? Mm. Oh, what about Metal Thunder Radio? Oh, my God. I did that intentionally. <laughs> I wanted to see if Big B was actually awake and watching Metal Thunder Radio, ladies and gentlemen, live every Tuesday night on the Cave Crew Radio Network. Uh, one of the two original shows, along with Cave Crew Radio. Um, the best in metal radio, as well as uh, three guys that are absolutely hilarious. There's tons of music shows out there. Guys? I thought it was two guys. Well, there's, well, the what the, the, the tornado hunter is usually there too. Oh, okay, okay. I, so, hmm. hello. Okay, meet the team, the Cave Crew hello. Radio Network. So, one last time for you, kids: Metal Thunder Radio, Cave Crew Radio, Distraction Point, Smoke and Mirrors, Podcast Factor, now the Burroughs. Yes, we're expanding. We're expanding. We want to. Rule the world. Take over the world. One fucking podcast at a time. All right, kids, we do have one more segment for you, and, and this is a fun one as well. We oh, cue great. this up and cue up the music. Uh, this is a segment where uh, Al reads a... Oh, what the fuck? That's not the one we wanted to bring in. <laughs> I think you meant to say a... A listener sends in some uh, uh, a thing to ask Al. Yeah, and there's all these weird pictures coming up. There we go. Ask Al's Advice Auditorium, where a listener sends in a uh, anonymous mail, and Al gives his advice, and I give my two points as well, or whatever you want to call. Yes. Here we go. What's on your mind? Have a problem? A situation? A conundrum of sorts? Well, this is Ask Al's Advice Auditorium. You can send your request to distractionpointshow at gmail.com. And maybe, and that's a big maybe, Al will sort things out for you. Now it's time for Ask Al's Advice Auditorium. Over to Al the producer. Let's get to the point. You ready for this one, Al? I'm ready. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. So apparently, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna title this one: uh, "Mystery Theft Leaves Couple in in Limbo." We've had some good stories over the past couple of weeks. You're, you're you're really helping me, by the way, uh, in my own life. And I wanna I wanna personally thank you on air for that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I aim to please. I know you do. I know you do. This one goes like this. Uh, Dear Al. Seems like that's how all of them start. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been together for eight years, but live separately. Recently, he told me that if I don't see him as a lifelong partner, then we should break up. He said, I don't trust him and that mistrust shows up on a day-to-day interaction, especially when we travel. 
Well, I have anxiety disorder, diabetes, and food allergies. So I need to know exactly where we're going, where to eat, etc. Now he is a little more casual about it. The mistrust stems from my suspicion that he stole my money while we were traveling two years ago. He said he didn't do it, but I lost $200 the day we got to the destination. And then 10 days later, magically, it reappeared in my money bag. I am very meticulous with my money. I even wrote down the serial numbers of the bills. What I have not told him was that one day I looked into his wallet. I found three fresh $20 bills that matched the serial numbers of my missing bills. Here's the conundrum. I know if I told this to him, he would want to break up. I have already forgiven him, but he keeps bringing it up as an issue of mistrust. Al, you're my last hope. Should I tell him? Hmm. Well, me and my uh, co-host, DK, and my other co-host, who's behind me, my damn cat, well, <laughs> boy, we call him, we call him boy. Hercules, be quiet. Be quiet. You can't be on the radio. Um, well, let's see. Jeez. She, she copies the serial numbers down. Well, there's so many levels of this. This is why I'm, I'm waiting for you. This is why I leave this till the end. This is probably Holy our crap. best letter I mean, yet. Now, now, did she start doing that? afterwards or before kind of before it so she had trust issues beforehand and this just made it worse okay if if she tells him this that means that he will be upset because but then he will probably be upset that he got fucking caught he'll be embarrassed is what you're saying yeah, oh yeah, it's like getting your hand caught in the cookie jar. Oh, thing. that's a good one. LOL. OMG. That's, that's good. But I don't know. I mean, if she tells him, uh, I guess. Hmm. But in my opinion, if he's going to steal $200 and not say that he did it, but then it mysteriously reappears in your uh thing hmm maybe he needed it for something special maybe you know but if he had the money in his wallet it does verify that he took the money well especially since you have this fucking serials numbers written down and then it magically appeared in your money bag not in your wallet not in your purse not in your coat pocket it appeared in your fucking money bag bag. i don't know this is really bad i think the two of them are nuts they belong together now first of all my number one point al is this was two years ago and they're still together And they're still together. And 
I think I I certain I certain relationships. I'm sure we all know couples like this. Oh yes. What the fuck are you doing? The fucking cat is all over the place. Damn it! Get out of here. Hell, looks like he's having an epileptic fit. Anyway, um, happened two years ago. You call it a money bag. You write down the serial numbers. Uh, he's going to break up with you because you've you've let him know. You know, my I got to tell you a story. I'm going to share a story with you kids. Um, uh, both my wife and I work, and we put money in the bank, and I get very little money. And will you pay attention, Al? The cat will be there I'm when you get back. You. I'm hearing you. you. Both you and your wife work, and you put money together. Yes, go ahead. And I have a bad habit of pinching the pennies out of her purse. Now, I I, I don't gamble away the mortgage. I, I, I don't take away large funds of money that are supposed to go to other things. But occasionally, if I would like a dollar or two or ten, I reach in and, 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 and take the money out of her purse. And she will thing? accuse me. She will accuse me of this. And we'll laugh. And, and we'll all get together. You get along. Here's the thing. When you're married, everything is... What's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. Exactly. So it, you're stealing from yourself, basically. Every, every, <laughs> everything else under the sun, right? Like it's... Yeah, I guess. I guess. But, but, yeah. I don't know what your final verdict is on this, but I, I'm just thinking, um, like, you both have major problems here. Definitely. Uh, I think writing down the fucking serial numbers on the bills and keeping it in your money bag. <laughs> that That's the part that killed me. Al, are you okay? You got a shit. Uh, I got a pain in my ass, yeah. and its name is Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, well, it is a conundrum. Holy fuck. A conundrum I, I really don't know. Um, conundrum at its best now yeah what a psycho bitch for fucking putting taking down the serial numbers that's so, just that's you got a psycho. fucking you got a fucking thief and, and he, he's not really a thief because he just borrowed it because <laughs> right. he put it back yeah, two weeks yeah, later uh, <laughs> so I mean what do you do do you cut the guy some slack so you 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 saw it in his wallet because the serial numbers matched. Uh, that classifies you as a name one bingo right there. But then at least the guy puts it back. So maybe like you write down serial numbers and keep it in your money bag. Maybe he just likes to hold a little bit of money for a while. Well, that could be. He you didn't know, spend it. We don't know that. We do know that because she said he put it back. But he could, if he's working, and he could have used it, and then, hey, maybe he took her out with the money. So then he it's a loan. It's a, yeah. There's yeah, so many, so many empty pieces to this whole thing. Okay, I'll just say this: they are made for each other. And the story. So that's all I gotta say. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I mean, I can't. I can't say anything else, but. They are made for each other. Yes. Yes. All right. Great edition of L's 
Sorry, Ask Al's Advice Auditorium. That's a lot of A's. It's just triple A. Well, there's four of them. Beep, beep, beep. There's four of them. Ask Al's Advice Auditorium. Four. Four oh. Four A's. Oh, my God. And you do a great job every week. That was a I try. I, I'm sorry about uh, people. I'm sorry that it looked like I have fucking Tourette's moving around here and look like I got to take a shit. But my cat is meowing, and I do not know why. I thought you had food poisoning. I was seriously concerned because you were, like, flopping around like a like a guy in Jaws. Actually, actually I had flounder. That's it. From eating that damn pot stickers. You know, you know what you should do, Al, is you should apply uh, for the new Sharknado. Oh, fuck Sharknado. That's another thing that we should talk about. I would not could- give it the light of the damn day. No, I give wouldn't. Me, give me Bruce. Just one Bruce. Not a computer-generated fucking shark. Give me Bruce. The well, original mechanical shark from Jaws. He would take out every single last Sharknado there is. I'll tell you who I don't like is that blonde guy from uh, Beverly Hills. Oh, Ian Ziegler? I never could stand him in Beverly Hills when I was a kid. I can't stand him in Sharknado. And I wish he'd get eaten by a fucking shark. He did. He cut his way out. What the fuck? Fuck. That was the first one. It's not War Machine from Iron Man, for fuck's sakes. Oh, speaking of War Machine. He's going to pass, right? <laughs> nope. Nope. War Machine is a group of wrestlers that are now in NXT. But that's a whole different thing. They had to bring that up. April 8th, ladies and gentlemen, will be the WrestleMania special. Yes, yes, yes. Or we were, and I don't know if you saw SmackDown or was it Raw? I can't remember which one it was. But I have a little bit of breaking news for you. Uh, John Zena has challenged The Undertaker. Oh, boy. See, I love the nostalgia. I love it. And here's the deal. Undertaker, as he left the ring last year uh, in WrestleMania, left all his gear in the ring. Uh, which could mean a couple things. It could mean that he's retiring, or it could mean that he is retiring that portion of the character. My prediction, now, since that freaking weirdo from Detroit, the singer, um, Kid Rock, Kid Rock, is being inducted into the uh, uh. whatever it is Hall of Fame. That I think Undertaker is going to reappear as badass Undertaker the biker. It's just my the prediction. The best Undertaker was the original Undertaker. And now here's my other question. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, who have been buddies and enemies and buddies and enemies, uh, discombobulated Shane McMahon. He resigned as commissioner. The match has been made. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but I think it's going to be made into a tag team. You think it's going to be uh, Sami Zayn and um, what's his name? Kevin Owens versus Shane and so on. Uh, who, who yes. Would you... yes. 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 No. No. Yes. No. Yes. I don't think so. Yes. I... Yes. Yes. And I hate both those motherfuckers. And I hope Kevin Owens beats the shit out of Daniel Bryan. 
you think that Daniel Bryan is going to come up and save Shane? I don't fucking think so. Uh, they've twisted it before, my friend. They've twisted it before. Anyway, you Al, we've come to that time. Like to see? Oh, shit. Go ahead. What do you got to say? I would love to see Batista come back and destroy uh, both of them. Listen, um, you talk about Batista, you talk about The Undertaker, you talk about John Cena. There's only one guy that has beaten the shit out of both of them, and that's Batista. But I don't think he yeah. wants any anything to do with it because he's that fucking guy on Guardians of the Galaxy now. Dax, yeah. yeah. Oh, Drax, yeah. He's probably I in, mean, he's uh, he's probably in Avengers. He's making more money as a fucking actor. Than an actor in a wrestling ring. You know what? Heads up to Batista. He, he was a bouncer. Um, he became a wrestler at the age of, what, 35? I think the only guy that was older than him was uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Um, no, no, no. No, no, no. Marty Wright. Oh, I have no idea who Marty Wright is. Oh, you do know. I'm coming to get you. I'm the Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. The boogeyman was forty-five when he went on tough, tough enough. Good for him, and and he ate worms and carried a big giant clock. Well, let me tell you, those are real worms, and the reason why he could do that, and it looked like it was coming out of his mouth like that, is that his front two front teeth were missing, so he could put worms in his mouth and let drool out. That's fucking nasty. I'm, I'm I'm really glad his front teeth was missing, but just putting worms in your mouth is fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, folks, there you have it. We tried to get mm-hmm. to the point for you tonight in a very, very special uh, Thursday night edition of Distraction Point. We had a lot of chatter going out there. We appreciate all your comments. Thank we appreciate you. And thank you shares. from Shepping Lee. Shepley? Shepley? Sheppy, the island of Sheppy, and we thank, thank everybody uh, for commenting, for reacting, and 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 to sharing the show. It means so much to us as as Al and I tried to build the brand of Distraction Point, and hopefully we'll be back uh, Sunday. So, uh, those of you on audio, you have a a, a little pre-show to. Uh, let the let the milk be the sperm, and um, and then you also have tonight's excellent edition uh, of, of distraction, distraction point. point. So uh, say goodbye there, Al. Goodbye, Al. <laughs> and Al, I forgot to tell you. What? Yep, I'm on Facebook. Yippee! Yippee! <laughs> We'll see you next time, friends. Uh, Don't forget, like it says on the screen, but for you listening on podcasts, thanks for watching and tell some friends. We'll be back again real soon, as that girl says in Bowling Alley Karaoke. Come back real soon. The time has come. Destination. Distraction point.